The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Let's ride. Mm. <laughs> oh, don't, don't do my boy like that, man. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Let's ride. On the players' laugh. Let's ride. Man, you yeah, cold work. man. That's cold blooded right there. But you're laughing, though. But you're laughing. Okay, but you're laughing. That's cold blooded right there. All right, prayers up to Russell Wilson and right. uh, his head coach. And she said, Let's kick. Work, 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 work through it. Let's kick. <laughs> Let's kick it. Let's ride. Let's kick it. Time out. 64 <laughs> yards out, baby. We got this. This ain't nothing. 64. I mean, Go in there, big man. Let's get this thing done. Welcome to the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos. And yes, watching Monday Night Football, I simply said to myself, Cowboy fan, there's a guy who's worse at clock management than the one you give you pure holy hell to oh, all the time, Mike man. McCarthy. And that's Nathaniel Hackett last night. Watch it. I, did you see the clip of the, the, the Manning cast where oh, they, showed, yeah. they showed Peyton? He's like... Let's get it. All right, E. Let's. I think we need a timeout right here. E. E. I think I. And he's Shannon. You know what I'm saying? He's just looking at what is Savannah State University. I love by the way, Savannah State University. Yes, yes, yes. He's just looking at like. What you doing? And then Eli just like this ain't good. He's just Eli got to look. This ain't good. They had three timeouts, right? If I'm not mistaken. Oh man! At that moment, they had three. Yeah. So so, woo. Now that was rough. Ooh, that, that really was rough. And, and you know, as the clock was was ticking down, I thought that something more strategic was about to happen. And then when they did all that to run the kicker out, I said, "Oh wow, this is this is sixty four yards." It, it, as a, it should made a, it should have made Cowboy fans feel good. Like, hey, you know, yeah. hey, hey, we ain't the only ones. Yeah, you know, even though the Cowboys are the only team in the National Football League that didn't score a touchdown oh, in week number man. one. But, but hey, you hey, we see it. We've got a lot to talk about today on the Players Lounge. Barry Church is mm-hmm. here, former Dallas Cowboys yes, safety. Indeedy. Heck, my Harrison. I'm in the building. I'm, I'm right here next to you in the building. Yeah, man. In the building. I, I didn't mm. get the memo that I needed to bring some gear, Cowboy gear. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm suited and booted every day. I know, yeah. man. Every day. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I don't know. hat on? Yeah. Cowboy yeah, I, man, I'm, I don't switch. I don't click hop. I don't jump over to something else, man. I'm, I'm true to it. There you go. There you go. You love it. Got I love it. Got a hookup? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. You know I got hooked up. Okay, okay. I'll live, you hear me? When hoodie season come around, you know. Are you, are you blood in with all the people I know, so don't, come on, BC, don't do that. I was just don't trying to see, was Hepper down there, did JCPenney buying it, or you got, you, you got the hook? You got the hook, ain't nothing you wrong with it. got the hook up, man. Hey, hey, thank you. Should, should. Hoodie should. season's around the corner, man. It is, it is. Hey, ask my son. He wear hoodies and it's 105 <laughs> degrees. I don't know what's going on with these Johnsons nowadays. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Like... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad, my bad. Oh, it is man. what it is. Just let me know if you got the Bill Belichick look and he cutting off his sleeve. You're going to have to do that yourself, New and that. You want to tell you, you want to mutilate your, your own, my, do it my, yourself. My, my second child does it all the time. Hmm. She, she doesn't do the sleeves, but she cuts it off because she want to show her stomach and it's just like... Just look, watching good T-shirts and sweatshirts, mm. and just shaking my head like, mm, mm, okay, mm. What, what what do I know? It, All that it, good what, fabric. It, it what it is. Yes, it is. All right, so Jerry Jones, Doctor Jerry Jones, today mm, on mm. 105.3 The Fan. Okay. Every Tuesday, the Cowboys owner goes on his own radio show, and uh, he gives us interesting things. A lot of things that Mike McCarthy, yeah. the head coach, won't give us. Okay. We go get from Jerry. It's the same most way of the time. Which yeah. is the same way with Jason Gary. You want the truth? Go to Jerry. <laughs> 
tell the truth. <laughs> so that's what you like it is. So Dak Prescott, uh, some interesting news from uh, today. If you did not hear it, let us play you two cuts. Here's the first one from Jerry Jones today on 105.3 The Fan on Sean and RJ. I think what we're going to do here is we won't be putting him on IR, uh, which means that uh, we want him to be uh, a consideration uh, for playing within the next four games. We will not put him on IR. Uh, Consequently, uh, the people that are ready to play quarterback for us are the ones that played all preseason, Cooper Rush and Greer. Okay, so uh, Dak Prescott yesterday had thumb surgery. They said it was successful, but then again, I've never heard anybody come out of these things saying, you know what, mess that thing up. We botched that. (laughs) (laughs) Might have to come back in a week or two. So so they said it's successful. Um, And Jerry Jones saying Dak Prescott is not going on IR. Initially, we heard six to eight weeks so that they would put him on IR and he'd be back. Jerry Jones saying, no, 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 no. Your thoughts when you hear this? I mean, obviously, music to my ears, the the four weeks instead of seven to eight. But then I, th- I thought about the position and the, the body part, and then I started thinking, well, now that don't sound right mm-hmm. because, you know, how is he going to be able to grip a football um, I've had thumb surgery. I've broken my thumb uh, before. So, I mean, I didn't. Obviously, they just wrapped it up, you know, put a cast on it, <laughs> ran me back there. out there. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I don't see how effective he could be without a full recovery from it uh, because they're going to have to go and take the screws out. They're going to take the plate out, whatever that is, uh, is going to be and whatever the timeline is. But you, as you know, mm-hmm. you guys have outstanding pain threshold and yeah. the expectation to be out there is a whole nother thing. So I believe with everything that Dak has endured in his career up until this point, it's hard for me to doubt that man. Yeah. It really is. And so I know it's going to be difficult, uh, but based off of the medical staff and everything that I've heard about this medical staff and being able to re- get guys recovered and back on the field, Doug, we just got to take the man at his word on this. So, so Heck, I want to take it one step further. And, and, and just so people get it, we're, we're not comparing Heck to Dak Prescott, but oh, just no. the ability to have thumb surgery. How long did it take you just to be able to have the surgery and then it get back to being functional and, and just being you being comfortable? I'm not comfortable right now. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm. You know, look, it, they. I had to play with a cast uh, on it, so it wasn't like I had to wait as long as he has to mm-hmm. to be able to grip a football and do all that. I mean, I'm just. It's, it's a whole nother position uh, all in itself. What I'm saying is that if they are confident in that timeline, not putting him on, on IR, and the difference of p- putting him on IR is a mandatory. Uh, five, six weeks? Five, six weeks. Uh, it's, it's more than four weeks, so yeah. so that's why yeah. he's saying, hey, look, we think – basically, Jerry's telling you, we think he can get back and forth. We're going to shoot for four. We'll shoot for four. We want to leave the window open. So that's what Jerry is saying right now. For everybody else who thought six to eight weeks, Jerry's saying, no, we think he'll heal quick, and we want to give it – we want to have the opportunity to bring him back. So mm-hmm. there you go. Another soundbite from Jerry Jones on 105.3 The Fan, Sean and RJ, and his weekly radio show, here it is. As you know, uh, in medical, nobody knows those timelines good. But if we thought he wasn't going to be ready to go for uh, four games, until after four games, we would put him on IR. We're not doing that. We think he can come in and play, so we don't want to uh, not have him out there practicing. We want him uh, getting prepared, and we'll see how he uh, handles this thing, how it uh, heals, mainly how he can, uh, his strength, how he can grip the ball, what his status is. 
but that's not being an optimist. The proof is that uh, we got a good surgery, got good technique, and uh, feel uh, better about it than we did uh, Sunday night. All right. Your thoughts that you just hear. Yeah, well, you Mary know, Church. You know, me and Heck was talking a little bit before the show, and, it, and that's the sliver of hope I was talking about. Yeah. Just the sliver. Because, you know, if, he, if all this is true, if all this is true, and he can come back after four games, and let's just say he's 70% of the player he was, I still think that's better than Cooper Rush. But if we can escape this little four game stretch, one and three, that gives us, that puts us at what? What? One, one and four? One and four overall? One and five? I still think we got an opportunity. Look, I know how I was yesterday. I know yesterday I was all on the drums talking about this season is a wrap. It's so over. Yes, she did. I said all that. You didn't even let us. We couldn't even raise our hands with you yesterday, nah, man. You we was, could. See, look at here. That's we how could. he do. You look he, at. You know, he give you that side <laughs> grin, that little slight cheese. Look at you, that slight cheese on there. But this is <laughs> just, just a little sliver of hope, man. If he could come back, we. I'm telling the back half of the schedule was a lot easier than the front half. If we can come back and forward. It gives us a slight hope. I'm not saying it's, a, it's an outstanding chance, but he gives us at least a 20% chance. A 20%, and that's better than nothing. That's better than the season being over completely. This is a man who told us in his mind, uh-huh. one plus one must equal three. <laughs> when I hear that sound bite, that's Jerry doing the one plus one equals three math. That's Jerry, the owner. That's that the, the GM, you know, he going to come with you know, one, <laughs> one plus one equal four weeks. Everybody else telling you six to eight weeks. Uh, Dave, I don't know if you ever follow Dr. David Chow on, on Twitter. Um, used to be the Chargers team doctor. Good follow, and it does a lot of good breakdowns. But, you know, people like this who, who you know, this is what they do, team doctors. They talk about six to eight, but Jerry, Jerry got you full. He's like Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> you got to keep hope alive, man. You got to keep Dexon. Dexon. Where do you keep get this? Hope where alive, do you get this from, man? Ah! <laughs> you got to keep hope alive, man. We, that's what that's that's it did. If it is you four, though, y'all think, if it is four, do y'all think Cooper Rush can pull off one and three? If it is okay, just four. See, see, all right. And this is me. This is the unfair part of how we're looking at Hey, can Cooper Rush do it? Rich Gannon, I checked him out on Twitter, former NFL MVP, and I really like the way he talk. He he talks sensibly about things. He's like, yeah, no, don't don't think he can do it. He's a journeyman. You're gonna have to get somebody. Cooper Rush was able to perform well and throw over 300 yards in Minnesota at a Halloween game on Sunday Night Football. There was Michael Gallup, Ceedee Lamb, Coop. You, you had Coop. You had Ezekiel. You had weapons around you. Better offensive line. Thank you. You see where I'm going? Yeah. He had help. There's no help. So if Dak Prescott was struggling, and he was struggling Sunday before he got hurt. Bus. It was a struggle bus. Aren't we asking a Herculean effort for Cooper Rush? Don't going to be a Herculean effort. They brought Roger Dodger back here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is – I mean, I, I just think sometimes we're asking people to do some things that – I mean, the offensive line is going to be different this week. Let me see what they got. I think he can pull off New York. I'm just saying. I think he can pull off. I'm New just York. saying. Will we? It, it, you say him. It, it's we. Yeah. It's it a, can't it's a just be Cooper thing. Rush. Yeah, it's a collective thing. You know. I just think if when we say that, that's why I'm so against like, oh, go trade for Jimmy G. By the way, who hurt all the time. I'm gonna go check his record. Um, but this is a flawed team right now. Would you say it's a flawed offense? No, I would. And and here's the thing. Um, I, I'm one of those people, man. I, I have a hard time in dealing in futility and hope. You know, when somebody says that, you know, there ain't no way in hell, 
You know, I say, I'm from Oak Cliff, man. Let's see then. That's the theme, you know. And I, if you're going to pay this man to be your backup quarterback and you're going to play these offensive linemen handsome checks mm. to, to play in the NFL, then you got to, at a certain point, find whatever it is in you to go out there and muster up a victory at this point. Because you can't tell me that this team that's coming in here on Sunday is just that much leaps and bounds better than the Dallas Cowboys on defense and in on offense. And I understand what we have, okay? When you go back to the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals game, the Cincinnati Bengals gave up seven sacks, four, ter- four INTs, okay? And it took the Pittsburgh Steelers a Herculean effort to win that game. So with all of the things that you can't have right and go wrong in a football game, I'm not finna sit here and let you be the devil's advocate, Nui, and tell me <laughs> ain't no damn hope. Can I, can I tell you something about that Steeler game? What tell me? Mitchell Trubisky. The you immortal. Play, you played with a Mitchell Trubisky type with Blake Bortles. Them dudes will keep you in there. Hey, you know, times is hard, but they got him over there. The immortal Trubisky, man. Yeah, yeah, no, so you say not, that says more about Mitch Trubisky than it does anything else. It does because yeah. he's not good. Right, okay, yeah. okay? Give me so, so despite all that went wrong, hey, man, they're still playing with that guy over Look. there. I'm going to give a cross your feet. We got a shot. BC. Um, I just think to – and back to – here's my point of what Barry was saying. You say, can Cooper Rush do? It's not Cooper Rush. It has to be a collection here. Kellen Moore's got to go to the run game, okay? You can't ask Cooper <laughs> Rush to throw 40. You don't have, you know, you, you, you know, you still got young players out yeah. here at the wide receiver spot. CD Lamb has to perform much better. You've got another, this is the second week in a row that this offensive line is going to be, you know, it's not going to be the offensive line you thought. Um, there's just a lot going on here. And so to just simply say, hey, can Cooper Rush do it? I just think that's putting way too much on him. I think it's, like, it's got to be a we. It's got to be a collective. It's got to be a mentality of let's run the football here. They got to. Especially with them three receivers they got over there. They got to run keep, the football. Keep your defense fresh and, and and try to win it. And Cooper Cooper Rush, be accurate when you can. But put it like this, to ask Cooper Rush to do what he did against Minnesota? That's not going to happen. I don't, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's realistic considering all the holes in the boat you got right now. Yeah. And you get- so, so so I'm going to be <laughs> Debbie Downer. Yeah. I'm a realist. You're a realist. Go ahead. So was, go you're ahead. about to have you know what? And this is the beauty this is the beauty of what right now we've got going on in the players' yeah. eyes. Heck is the idealist. Life the way you like it to be. Yeah. I'm going to be the realist. <laughs> Life the way it really is. Heckman's going to say, you know what? Roses need rain in order to grow. I'm going to look at it and say, I don't know, man. Only the rose going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> and this, this is the beauty of doing a podcast with different thoughts and different yeah. views here. Mm-hmm. It's difference. There's a difference here. But do you want to put it on Cooper? Because I don't think it's right to put it all on Cooper. You know, I think our life experiences, I like the, what you just said. And I think that everybody's life experiences kind of formulate who they are as people. And, you know, I grew up, my my experiences are ubiquitous too. Hey, if you get your butt whooped on the playground, you can't go home crying about it because she going to see you back out there to fight again. Yeah, okay? Know. That's the mentality. It may seem like overly positive, but I just don't feel like, man, you're going to whoop me one time, you're going to do it again. We're going to keep doing this. That's my mentality. That's my mentality, and I don't believe that there's a man across the hallway over there that believe that they're going to go into AT&T Stadium and get their butt whooped. I just don't believe yeah. that. I don't believe you can get up with that attitude. I didn't you say, I, you know, and I'm not saying butt whooped. 
But at the same time, a loss. You you don't. And I didn't say loss. My point to what Barry was saying is, and Barry asked about basically Cooper Rush win. And I'm saying it's not all on Cooper Rush. Oh, it no. has to be a collective. But can he effort. do his part though? Do you and, believe he can do his part to help lead this team in the right direction? You know what? This is. I go back to yesterday's. Pre- you know what? Let's take our first break. <laughs> see, see how you do it. We need chips in here, man. I got some Tostito sacks. I got something for you. I got something for you. I got something. It's a good, good, good thing. I'm answering. I'm answering. I'm answering. That's what we're teasing because I got. I got. I got that. I got that answer. You got that pie out. Barry boy. Church, Hector <laughs> Harrison, Louis Scruggs, players up. Oh, brought dude. to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too right above the subway well i bet you don't even notice it after the that's my neighbor angus a deal that's just okay is not okay get a great deal with america's best network come into an at&t store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for zero dollars down based on gws1 score september 2019 when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back to the back. Players' Lounge. Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, September 17th to experience Rally Day. And that's presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium. Ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rally days for tickets and more information. You are checking out the Players' Lounge. Barry Church, Heck mm-hmm. Harrison, Danny McCraig, got the day off. Newey Scruggs, scraping the bottom. 
got the bottom of the bag. <laughs> that team man. bag we got here mm, from Tostitos. Okay, a bad man right hey, there, boy. Hey. He ain't playing no game. Boy, went through them Tostitos, man. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you just don't you just don't let free food go to waste. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Get every bit of it. Mm. All right. The question you had to me before the break: Can he do his part? I need the offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, to scheme the game plan toward Cooper Rush and the players he has. Say whatever you want about Kyle Shanahan and Super Bowls, but the man knows how to scheme up Mm -hmm. what talent he has. Jimmy G came in to AT&T Stadium in that playoff game with a bad thumb. Schemed them up, ran the ball right down the Cowboys' throat. Cowboys knew Jimmy G was compromised with the thumb. He wasn't exactly going to throw it downfield. They did enough to win. He knew how to scheme up the guys he had. Mm -hmm. Does Kellen Moore scheme up the guys he has? Do you have faith in him? No. So we asked the question of Cooper Rush, and it's bigger than him. Because it's not like Cooper can go out there and call his own plays, get in his own bag and say, let's do this, do that. He ain't got the power to audible He doesn't have the, the power line. to do that. Okay. So, once again, we keep asking the players to do something when I don't trust the guy who's calling the plays or the guy who's supposed to be in charge of the dude calling the plays to tell him to call the right plays. <laughs> a- am I wrong? You ain't no. lying. Okay. So, that's why I keep saying we, we keep looking at Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush. And that's what fans do. And that's what we, people like. They want to point to that guy. And I simply say, man, are you going to put him in the right position? Now. Make sure I give credit where credit is due. Callum Moore did do that on Halloween on NBC Sunday Night Football against Minnesota. But them, that, that, that team's not there anymore. That, you know, Cooper's gone. Gallup's not available. Offensive line is different. So how do you go about a game plan against the Cincinnati Bengals? Has a pretty good offense. Yeah. And to me, in my mind, I keep going back to what Bill Parcells did when he had to face the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl and then won the NFC Championship game at San Francisco. They shortened the football game. Run the ball. You got, you got a good defense, man. Help them. Want to help the quarterback out here? Run the ball. Make sure when he has to throw, hey, all right, man, you know, it's, it's a third and four, third and five. Let, put him in better positions. And, oh, by the way, the penalties. Heck, did you think penalties got cleaned up Sunday? No. Okay. We asked about we asked about the penalties. Uh -uh. We asked McCarthy about the penalties. We asked Kellen Moore because oh by the way, did you realize the defense didn't have any penalties on Sunday? Uh It was all offense. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, put them in the right position. I mean, so I understand we want to look at the quarterback, but man, this thing is bigger than him right now. It's really bigger than Cooper Rush, and and I just I I just this is just me here on a Tuesday. Joey Scruggs on a Tuesday. I just think it's going to take a total team effort to try to beat Cincinnati and doing anything going forward. They've got to clean up so many things on this football team to help give Cooper Rush an opportunity. And and, and it starts it starts with the ground. I mean, I feel like a broken record out here. We all talk it's gonna about be. it. You got to lean on the ground game, especially coming off last week. I mean, Zeke was averaging five a carry. Why do we abandon that thing? If if we know it, I know for a fact Kellen Moore knows. Look, man, this run game is where it's going to have to be at. Because not only you punishing the defense, wearing the defense down, you're saving your own defense by holding the time of possession. And 
it sets up the pass. Like, like people don't understand when you run the football like that, it brings that secondary up. It brings them linebackers up to biting it. And it creates that play action that gives an easier look for a guy like Cooper Rush to go in there and create passes. I mean, we looked at that Minnesota game. He was he was able to dime them up because he had a lot of space to do it. They was all sucked up in on that run because they thought, oh, they're, all they're going to do is have Zeke out there. We have got to be able to lean on this ground game. I just don't know if we keep beating it like it's a dead drum, but – do we honestly think Kellen, in his mind, can do that? Well, and and, and I think where I, where I lean heavily on you and D Mac as as defensive guys is is understanding that the objective is to make offensive offenses one dimensional. I want to take away the good thing that you do and force you to do what we want you to do, mm-hmm. which is run the ball or take all short stuff underneath. That's the game plan each and every week. Take away what you do well. When I look at this offense from last week, it, I, I can't point to anything other than the running game. Yeah. If we come in, if this is what we're saying on a Tuesday, guess what they say in Cincinnati? Same damn That's all thing. they got. Yep. So what we're going to do is we're going to put 15 cats in the box and we're going to take away the run game and where you're already compromised, mm-hmm. you're going to be running into a brick wall. And so that three and out or not being able to sustain drives or not being able to have any balance with Cooper Rush, he's going to have to put the ball up. He's going to have to throw it. It's just it's going to be a part of it. And regardless if – now, can't, does he have to throw it 40 times? No. All right, but we came into the season saying that because Kellen didn't have Cooper, because he didn't have the other uh, receivers, he was going to be limited in that aspect because the talent level isn't there. He hadn't gained any new guys Mm-mm. since the last time we saw the, the, the Cowboys on the field, but he still has to be tasked with having a balanced offense no matter what because he cannot just line up every play, play after play after play, and just run the damn ball. The NFL isn't, isn't, is no. not that league anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. And so I, I guess what we're, what we're saying he has to do, he can't do. Cowboys had 42 passing attempts against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Which was way too many. Way versus too many. 18 runs. And the time of possession was just ridiculously bad where – Tampa Bay had the ball 32 minutes and 42 seconds. These are, you know, these are some of the things that you did not want to see uh, against against you know Tampa Bay, and and here we are going into this next game. And I'm I'm concerned about what the coordinator is gonna. Will he just revert back to it? And one of the criticisms uh, Michael Lombardi has of Kellen Moore, he says there's a difference between calling plays and you know, calling plays to win games. And he, he has a concern about it. And so right now, that's my big question is for, for him looking at where they're going forward is with Cooper Rush, what are you going to do? And by the way, I, can't, I cannot emphasize this enough because we talked about it right here on this show. They're shooting themselves in the foot with these penalties. Oh, yeah. I'm really hurting. I mean, you, you know, you sit around here, you go from second and six, and you got another penalty, second and 11. I mean, they're not good enough to have these kind of, these kind of mistakes. No, and I was going to ask you, did you see uh, the comment from Devin White, him saying that we, we can't, our game plan coming into it, we knew that if we discouraged the run game, that Kellen Moore would go away from it. And so it's not only that we know wow. it, everybody else in the NFL knows it as well, and that's a quotable. Yeah. And so, you know, all of the – what right now, um, my thing is, you know, for all the coaches and coaches' assistants, uh, Doug Nussmeyer and all the guys that are, are talking to Kellen and telling him what the game plan needs to be, and even those scripted plays that I think what made my stomach turn was like, hey, they ran a double reverse, and that, was a, and that was a strip, scripted play. Somebody, somebody in there is not saying, no, 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 no. 
We, don't do that. Don't let's do let's that. pass on that. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. do that. That's not the one we go run. And so which, whatever whatever they run, whether it's more zone runs, trying to get Zeke to the outside, give him the ability to use his vision, uh, whether it's short passes underneath, if they try and stretch the field, all those things that are in Rush's wheelhouse, can he do that? We got to sit here right now and believe that he earned the number two uh, position behind Dak, and he can. And maybe what he will do, and hopefully he will do this when it comes to the pass game, Take what the defense gives you. Thank you. If it's you know if if that deep dig is not open back there, there's no reason to force that. Dump it off to a Pollard. Dump it off to a Zeke or a, or um what's the title? Schultz Jokes, for a five yard gain. Make the make that second down. Make it a third and manageable instead of being a third and ten and long trying to go for the gusto. Take what the defense gives you. You saw what Tom Brady did, and he was able to walk away with a W. Not saying Cooper Rush is Tom. And Brady, that's all he did. But that's all you got to do. <laughs> Take it what they give you. And I go back to, to Byron Leftwich schemed up a good plan. Yeah. It was a winning plan. I mean, they 27 attempts is what Tom Brady had in that football game. And they had 33 runs. Yeah, for 152. And and <laughs> remember, I mean, I remember, I'm old enough to remember training camp when they said Leonard Fournette was in camp out of shape. 260. He ain't going to win. He ain't, he ain't ready. Looked in shape. He looked real. Looked in shape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, the Cowboys, you think right. about this. 33 carries, 152 yards is what they gave up on the ground. 4.6 average. Yes, 4.6 average. We can't stop the run. We we think that the Steelers have a pretty good defense, right? Well, Cincinnati ran for 133 yards, averaging 4.6 yards to carry. The Cowboy defense has got to fix the run, and you're now talking about not having J. Ron Curse in this football game. He was declared out yesterday, which is very rare for – Coach McCarthy to come right out here and just declare, yeah, hey, he's already sitting right again. Yeah, Connor, Connor McGovern's not playing this week. Uh, J. Ron Kirsch isn't playing this week. And and so defensive coordinator Dan Quinn said, yeah, look, we'll, we'll try. He's just you're trying to fill a guy who plays some safety, plays some linebacker, uh, plays nickel. Dot. Yeah, he said it's going to be a challenge here. So that's something to think about in terms of, one, stopping Joe Mixon, and then, and, and then two, having a, a very integral safety when you're going to be dealing with three really good receivers here. This is a challenge for the Cowboys' defense this week. And um, I love Dan Quinn's attitude about hey, this is a perfect opportunity for guys to step up here. But this is something I want to make sure we keep talking about through Friday is can you stop the run? Because right now, one week into this, this is a flag to me. This is a flag. You started off right where you left off in the playoffs. I mean, they was giving up 115 yeah. yards on the ground last yeah. year. Right. And then, boom, here comes Leonard Fournette. And yeah. what's discouraging to me is, you know, I understand the runs. You're going to pop a few here and there. But to me, when it came to tackling, I mean, did we ever push Leonard Fournette backwards? Mm-mm. I feel like every single time he ran into contact, he was either falling four for extra three to four yards, whatever the case may be. So, I <clears> – <throat> And that's the BC for me. That's the only discouraging thing, like from the defense that mm-hmm. I, I took away was the rushing yards. You you think you believe that Tom Brady is going to be able to pick you apart on the? His, he just throws the ball too too fast, mm-hmm. you know. And even getting the two sacks to me was that's, like, whoa, that's, that's a surprising thing yeah, yeah. because he doesn't take too many of those, especially the situation that he got sacked in on the goal line. Mm-hmm. He gonna get rid of that ball. Quick. That's the thing that worries me about Cincinnati because even going back to the Super Bowl, I feel like they lost the Super Bowl because they forgot about their running game. Mm -hmm. But they have a decent running back in Joe Mixon, and he presents a problem. He's the one that keeps them balanced. But the other part about it, when I look at Cincinnati, I say, wait a minute. 
They, they, that man is getting – Burrow got sacked seven times. Mm-hmm. And if you have a defense that were guys that are bona fide pass rushers, like they had over in Pittsburgh, which mm-hmm. they had a guy that's is hopefully he can come back, T.J. Watt, mm-hmm. I believe wholeheartedly in the guys that we have that are pass rushers that they can generate that same kind of pressure. And so that way guys like Jamar Chase won't be that much of a mismatch because he is a problem. He is. Let's just, just keep it real. So – Staying on your point, if you are Zach Taylor, the, the Bengals coach, isn't the script out here now? Starting with last year with Vic Fangio, when they ran the football in the Cowboys, the Raiders ran the football in the Cowboys, the Chiefs, who don't want to run the football, <laughs> ran, the ran the football the on the Cowboys, <laughs> the 49ers did it in the playoffs. Here's Tampa Bay. And, and you know, yeah, you, you got these receivers, but – Run the ball, and if you could run for 133 yards on the seals, I've got to imagine they're going to try to do that again. So that, to me, that's the emphasis. If I'm Dan Quinn this week, is guys, hey Neville Gallimore, Tristan Hill, um, also, yeah, guys, we got to plug this thing up because it hasn't been fixed yet. Still a damn good performance to go with only one touchdown given up to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I emphasize that, man. They did their part. Mm -hmm. You know, that that should have been enough to win. If you walk in that football game, hey, man, we go hold Tom Brady and company to one touchdown and and under 20. That should have been enough to win. But now, you know, you got to do more, man. Yeah, it's just, it oh, just it is, is what it is. It is what it is. You've been there. You've been there. You've been there. Yeah, I've been, I've been you in the situation. You yeah. know that. You know where to win it. You got to do it. You, you got to hold them to it. And the only thing, and I know hope isn't a strategy, right? But you got to hope that Burrow and the Cincinnati team—they're not patient enough. You just got to hope that they just want to. Right, you know what? We can push the ball down the field. We got Chase. We got Boyd. We got Higgins. Let's keep pushing the ball down the field, and that'll give you a defensive line, Tank Lawrence, Michael Parsons. That'll give them more of a chance to get after Burrow okay. because if they come out there balanced and just hey, let's run this thing here, a little play action there, it's going to be tough for the Cowboys defense. I'm going to tell you that. You know, and, and we point to the offense and some of the key pieces that are missing from last year. But when I look at our defense and what they did. Uh, as far as getting takeaways, that's really the thing that I, I hang my hat on is that I feel like they have the ability to create pressure and get takeaways. Okay. And this is the game that you have to do that. Yes. Obviously, you know, can the defense you know, run the ball, play defense, and defense wins championships? Then that has to be the motto going into this game that you have to put it all on these guys. Let's not make those mistakes. They're not good enough to have 10 penalties, those, those penalties, and overcome them on offense and then pull out a victory. And you can't put your defense in those bad compromising positions with turnovers down on your side of the ball. But you have got to allow this defense to go out there and hunt and create a situation for Joe Burrow that he's going to turn the ball over. Can you imagine if Dak had the performance that Joe Burrow had mm. last week? What the what everybody would be saying? I mean, yeah, he had a bad performance. We didn't score any touchdowns, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm not letting him off on that. But if he had threw four touchdowns and was sacked seven times, come on now. Yeah. Let's keep it real. Yeah. All right, let's hit another break in here. I was looking to see if Micah Parsons was going to do undisputed today. Now that was funny. Let's, <laughs> let's discuss the Cowboys linebacker and um, his relationship with Skip and Shannon of Undisputed Man. Fox Sports 1. That's mm. next right here on the Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. 
Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping. And that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to the Players' Lounge. Join former NFL players for the first game day minicamp presented by Invisalign. That was D-Mac. Drop the kids off at Ford Center on October 2nd. (laughs) From 11.30 to 3.30, while you watch the Dallas Cowboys and Washington Commanders game from your favorite restaurant at the Star District, register your football uh, camper at dallascowboys.com slash academy. And our own Danny McCray will be there. So He's booked. He's and booked. busy. There you there go. Is. There you go. All right, Players Lunch brought to you by... Tostitos. Yes, sir. Man, how's that, how's that uh, sauce, man? How's that uh, good? picante? It's good, man. Tasty. <laughs> a chunky salsa, medium. Dude, killing it. <laughs> this man is going to work. On that chip. That was a fresh bag yesterday. It was. was. Hey, was. That thing gone. Yes. Highlight, underline. Yeah, I need Rhea. Dang. I need Rhea. <laughs> <laughs> that was solo, too. He took that to the dome. No, no, solo. no. Barry, Barry uh, we had Danny. We shared a bag. Oh, that's the same. Okay, that's the one y'all was We shared okay. a little bag okay. yesterday. We shared okay. a little bag. By the way, that's Barry Church, former yes, Dallas indeed. Cowboy Safety, Hackman Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. We are rolling to- right bag here. Bag of Tostitos. That's the team bag, by the way. Yes, sir. Yeah, team bag, team bag. That's party size, too. Huh? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. So, Micah Parsons um, had inked a little contract to go on Undisputed every Tuesday. Tuesday is the player's day off, so he was going to be um, talking Cowboys football, NFL football with Skip and Shannon (laughs) on Undisputed. I don't understand why he did it in the first place. (laughs) I'm with you when I saw it. I was like, oh, bro, this is... He ain't going to want... After an L, you're going to be like, man, I ain't trying to talk to nobody. (laughs) You got to get on national TV. Nah, man. CBC, I think of you. I got, I, he didn't show up, by the way. Yeah, he did. He didn't no, show up. He did, he show, did up. Not show up. But I think of you as, a, as for what I know, as a very level-headed person, yeah. you know, an NFL vet. You know, you can, you can separate things, you know. By Tuesday, you're on to the next thing. Would you in your career have ever agreed to do something like that, so, you know, and, and during, during your playing days? I'm being honest, it, it all depends on how the bag looks. 
You know, if they I'm came, sure they yeah, stuffed yeah, if it. They came with a stuffy bag. <clears throat> sign me up. Let me get this mic on. Yeah. Real good. So I, you know, it all looked kind of bad. Look, but would I feel like doing it? Nah, I no. wouldn't. I wouldn't feel like it. I the because during wins. Oh yeah, let's talk all about it. But you know, else nah. I just couldn't, nah. especially if I played trash. Now, I'm not saying he played trash. He was out there balling, probably the, the only bright spot we had. But, yeah, if I'm coming after a game where I give up two TDs or something, I'm, nah, I ain't trying to talk to nobody. It's, it's not that I think of, of Micah as a, as a hot-headed individual. I just thought it was a bad idea just knowing how he wears his, his heart on his sleeve. Yeah. And he's going to give it to him no matter what. And I just think that maybe, you know, what could, Murphy's Law, what can go will go wrong. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, thought, saw that as a situation that possibly something could be said wrong. And, and I was happy to know that he didn't go on on Tuesday. I was happy that not only did he not go on, but you had Skip. Valus up there on TV, Scrambling. just mad, mad. He was hot. big man. He was hot. He was hot because you know he thought he he thought he was like, oh, I'm about to get him. And then uh, yeah, guess what? Yeah. Then Micah did Micah did it. The, the the thing you hate in TV, I can tell you from having done this, is when you don't hear nothing. Just ghost mode. Like, hey man, I'm sick. Got a kid. Not gonna make it. Nothing. Just. Mm. Just ghosts. Yes. And he, you could tell, and he told his people, too, don't answer no calls from them. Because they even said it on air. We tried to reach out to the agent. We, we sent tried. equipment to his house. <laughs> we just. <laughs> we put the whole thing there. We set it all up. And he show. And we had questions. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. Get <laughs> <laughs> a show. Oh, man. Why y'all doing skip like that? Nah, man? Y'all doing hey, skip it's like hilarious that. to watch this man moaning and groaning. He cried in the car. Like, like, he did. And then here's the here's funny thing. Like Micah cared. No. So, what, did you, what did you say? What Micah do? What did Micah do? He went on, on Instagram or he went on his social. It's about man. man. My man ratings are low. Hey, I got a important message, people. My man ratings are low. And then the comments after that, they're like, how come you ain't on Skipper Teddy? You call Unc. I mean, it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. But I, I, I'm with you. This is not a good idea. When I saw it, I'm like, I don't know, bro. This, 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 this cannot end very well here. And when they're interviewing you, you can try to deflect the questions, but they're going to come at you. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to become Russell Wilson – where you come in with nothing but platitudes and praise everything and everyone, yeah. you know. There's, there's actually, and I'll tell you this, heck, this is, this is two ways to frustrate people who interview you. One, go on the super duper platitudes like Russell Wilson, where every, everything is so oh, he's positive. great. Yeah, he was so great yesterday after that loss. About Make the you fans, sick. Mm-hmm. About the, the way the fans booed. Mm-hmm. You no, know, it's nothing but love. You know, I love this place. I love this city, and they were great to me. So he's fantastic. So either one, go super high platitudes like that, or two. <laughs> Dude, too, you really want him to go ahead and click, 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 and turn off the mics? Start quoting Bible verses. Word? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Don't go to the Lord on them. Oh, dude. I told guys, like, hey, man, you want people to leave you alone? Go ahead and pull, pull some stuff out of the Bible on them. They just going to be like, well, no, no more Micah for the rest of the season. <laughs> well, we know Micah's not going to do that. Uh-huh. I'll tell you, the, sm- the smoothest dude I ever saw do it was Josh Hamilton. So it was the off season. And and they they had these pictures of Josh at a bar, you know. He he, he went on a bender, you know. I mean, eyes were lit up, whipped cream on girls. I mean, dude, it was not oh, good. Man. Yes, it was not good. Okay, it was not good. My man came to the press conference, his spring training. We already okay. It was gonna be our chance to talk to him about what happened, and you know, because he just he had written a book and talked about how he mm-hmm. wanted the media to hold him accountable, you know, and you know, he changed his life around and, and it fell down. My man 
brought the Bible first one read. No, for, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, I want to read for First Corinthians and started quoting scripture. Start reading scripture right there. Boy. He cold work. <laughs> Boy, smooth was about it there, right? Sin is good. <laughs> Boy, the napkin and all. I just at this point I'm just looking around the room at this time because I'm just seeing people hot. <laughs> man, we thought he was gonna get some injured. Because oh, it's the Texas Rangers, so what you going? What, what can you really say? Nothing. What can you really, really say? Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Stop, That's stop. Put, put, put that down. You can't come That's back with him. Yeah. Well, you know, I got a proverb for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. What had happened was yes. Yes, and so that's what he did. He went straight to the Bible, started reading that thing. I was like, man, I left. I was like, I'd never seen a press conference like this. Dude. And there was really so nothing. on you. And, oh, he, no, he flipped it on. No, nothing anybody could say because you didn't want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. You didn't want to no. be that guy. The man, just, <laughs> the man just said he's sorry, he sinned, and quoted the Bible, read off some stuff from 1 Corinthians, and, and poured <laughs> a couple more pages. Not the 1 Corinthians. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, so now I got to do a story, so. What am I going to put on TV tonight? Mm. <laughs> and, and Josh read from That's first so cold. <laughs> <That's> so cold. <laughs> oh, bloody. He's <laughs> oh, so, with the Matthew. So oh, if you might go. That wasn't what you thought was going to happen at all. Y'all thought he, y'all had him. Knew he, when, <laughs> I knew he. Did you, did you raise your hand and say, uh, question, um, when I quote you in my story, is that the New Testament? Or the Old Testament? <laughs> King James Version. <laughs> King James Version. I just want to make sure we're right uh, here. The, the only thing I asked oh you, my God. I did ask him a question, and I just said, you told us to, to, to hold it's you accountable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you at all feel like a hypocrite based on what what happened during the offseason? He said, no, nah, I don't feel like one at all. And, um, you know, we all fall short. We all sin. It's like, oh. Yeah, you can't write back with it. Nah. You can't touch that, though. You can't. You can't touch that. What you going to say? So, so if, if Micah Parsons does end up on Undisputed next week, go to the Book of Revelation. There it is. Go ahead and nah. find some stuff going up in there. You man. know, Micah going to talk about hunting gazelles and, you know, or, when the lion gets, you we know. We got mixing this week. Yeah. Know? Or how about this? Don't do it. Don't do it. Just You can get the money back. Yeah. For your for your PR people, for the PR team and the people that have to deal with that, I'm sure that was a nightmare all in its own because you don't want them to say something possibly damaging mm-hmm. uh, to the organization. On a show like that, especially where he's not, I'm sure he wasn't going to be in the building where they could kind of say, oh, whoa, 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 don't yeah. end, don't end. no, 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 well, no, no. That, no, that and just, and, 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 and we've seen it so much in the media where they're going to ask you to answer for other people. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. And that's what you don't want to get into is trying to answer for what, what, with Dak, this, what, that, <laughs> you talk to him. I mean, that's where they're going to go, which is why this, when I first saw it, I was like, dude, this is not, mm-mm. I mean, if, if first take and undisputed come, hey, man, what's your Monday's heck, or Tuesday's heck, what you well, going to say? Well, I wish Stephen A. Wood called me after a loss. <laughs> well, I got, I got. It's gonna be smoking the city. So, all right, so <laughs> look at furniture look, moving in this. <laughs> look at what they do to Michael Irvin after oh, Cowboy Love. They get him hot every right, time. Right, right. They, they, they pin him on. They just pinata. They just beating up on mm. Michael. That's what they were gonna do to Micah. Yeah. They were going to ask him questions, even if they did it in a respectful way. You were going to have to answer mm-hmm. for that loss, mm-hmm. despite playing 
a fantastic game on his end. But that's that's what I love. I mean, like people like you, you are media trained. So you know, certain questions you even know. Like, man, I know what you're trying to do when you ask me a gotcha question. You're trying to. That's a leading. I'm gonna lead you with that question. You know how to do all I'm of that. Set the trap. I'm setting the fight. You know what I'm saying? Let's see if you can walk in. We'll see if you, you know can proceed. <laughs> Slide right in that. The player, the player's lounge. The mic is gonna get asked all these questions tomorrow. When he has to go against in front of the media for the local media, do but you, but do but you think. So, so, but here's the thing. Okay, there's two different things about that. The local media knows they have to keep coming back to Michael Parsons, so there's only so many things you can go and do because you've got to see that guy mm-hmm. for the rest of his career. Okay, I mean, I would venture to say he's going to be here around at least another ten years. Correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. So for the next ten years, you do have to tread with some carefulness. Because you need him. If you're Clarence Hill, Mm -hmm. if you're Todd Archer, and this is what your job. Man, these national people don't care. They just move on to the next next thing. So that's why that's why I always kind of laugh at people like, you local guys, you 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 don't do this. You're scared about this. (laughs) Okay, okay, (laughs) champ. Let's see you come on up in here trying to make your living and everybody giving you the finger. Uh, don't look at me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know what you're talking about. I'm out of (laughs) here. Because that (laughs) church, you know that happened. Oh, he coming over here? They will. They will vacate the locker ASAP. They will. And, and I gotta they, take a shower. And if, and if they not, and they not give, they it's a quick answer. I don't know. We'll have to come see, won't we? I'm not sure. You probably need to ask him that question. And they just keep it quick and go. Mm-hmm. So, so, the, so it's a difference when you're if you're skipping Shannon out there trying to ask questions nationally. Because hey, if they mess up, if Michael Parsons get mad and move, on, they gonna go on to the next thing. Right. But when you're locally and you gotta get them. You get a right. bad name in that locker room. It spread like wildfire, too. Right. Everybody. Hey, man, no, don't talk to that dude. Hey, man. The, the baseball locker rooms are the worst. Don't get yourself a bad name in the baseball locker room, man. Ooh, mm. ooh, that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst, because they will cuss you out. Media 101 with Nui Scruggs, ladies right. and gentlemen. Uh, fun stuff. We will do it again yes. tomorrow. Hopefully, Danny McCray will be here. You, knows, you in tomorrow? Man. I'll be in there. You in tomorrow, I'll church? Be here, church, be here. Tomorrow. We know Heck going to be here. Yeah, we know Heck Perfect attendance right here. Heck I don't play games. Mm-mm. I'm Newey Scruggs. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 p.m. right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!